I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the back. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead. I'm a media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host. He's a writer at Mavs.com, among other things. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well, I'm still trying to figure out what to do with my voice. I've drank apple cider today. I've ate a ton of cough drops. It just sounds like we turned your volume down, really. Okay, I'll try to speak louder. No, no, no. I mean, your voice. It doesn't really sound any different. It just sounds lower. Oh. Well, it hurts to, like, talk loud. I so. did have to up your volume on the podcast yesterday, though. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Everyone, so I, someone's I, yelling into their phone, like, it was still awful. Sorry, guys. It was still still sucked. Get some medicine. Um, get, get a better mic. I have a, I have a heavy hitter question right off the start. Ooh. No, no, let's save that for a different pod. Um... Because it's a longer conversation. So I went to practice today and uh, I'm working on a story and all this stuff. And so I go to practice and I, I walk in and they're having this three on three game. And, and I posted a couple videos of it on my Twitter. So it's uh, it's the shooting. It's the new shooting coach, Pete. Um, I forgot his last name. Anyway, I can't Townsend, remember. Zayas, and, uh, Davidson. <laughs> When? For uh, Davidson. Um, but no, it's Best. new shooting coach. It's Jalen Brunson. It's Jalen Brunson. A lot of Pete's dragon. Pete's <laughs> dragon. Uh, it's Brokoff, Brunson, Salah, um, Luca, and Dirk. And Ooh. they had this three on three game going on the far end of the court. It was uh, it was awesome. Of course, media was eating it up. I saw uh, so were, many people post videos right after this. Yeah, yeah, because this happened as soon as we walked in, and um, actually, I I posted an earlier uh, thing of it, and then it kept on going, uh, even through like Rick Carlisle talking to the media, um, just everything. Holger was there, uh, and all that stuff, and then so I pull up my phone and I tape it again towards the end, and as soon as I tape for like a twenty second span, Dirk dunks it. And it's like halfway on Luca, but it's kind of not. And I tweeted out today, and so many people were quote tweeting and saying, "Oh, he just dunked on Luca's face." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> well, of, I think it's really. kind of stretching in a little bit, but uh, it's still, it's. I mean, it's a good sign if Dirk's dunking. Uh, that is a uh, that is a great sign. And uh, Carlisle made it very clear that uh, they expect him to be back in, in, during this month of December. Uh, something I saw some people trying to do on Twitter was say that, hey, since Holger is there, uh, he is coming back soon. Holger always comes around this time, so it's really <laughs> nothing to do with uh, the yeah, injury. Yeah, but this time it's stuff. different, Isaac. It's different this time. Uh, Rick Carlisle even joked about it, and it was great. Uh, he made this joke of saying that it's kind of like the four seasons of Holger. He said Holger comes in the autumn uh, time, in the fall, uh, and the preseason, he said Holger comes around December right right now. <laughs> he said then he he comes around the All Star break, and then he comes like uh, towards the end of the season. <laughs> he said so you get just like autumn Holger, then you get two winter seasons of Holger, and then you get the spring Holger. And that's when he joked and said you kind of get the four seasons of Holger, 
And uh, great, great Rick Carlisle quote from today. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Harrison Harrison talked. Um, Maxi was shooting threes, lighting it up. Um, he said Luca looked good, so we should. I think we'll see Luca against Portland, but he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't fully commit to that or not. So. Mm. And uh, yeah. uh, we do not know if Luca is 100% going to play on Wednesday yet. But hopefully we will. Hopefully we will find out. Or on no, they play tonight. They play Tuesday night. I was yeah, saying. yeah. They play tonight on Tuesday. So by the time you listen to this, you probably know. Yeah. Um, what's what all's up with that? But but yeah, as of right now, what we know on Monday night, we don't know if he's going to play. However, we do know. That Luca has been named and has won the Rookie of the Month for the months of October and November combined. They kind of combined. I think don't they combine them because their stats were October. Yeah, that's what I that's what I thought because we didn't have a Rookie of the Month for October. I don't know. I don't. Think I just so. know he got he got named that. Anyway, Luca wins Rookie of the Month. Trey Young won Rookie of the Month for the East. Um, Isaac, these are the stat lines for the two Rookies of the Month. Luca, 18.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, 4.3 assists, 1.1 steals per game. Shooting 44% from the field, 38.2% from three, and 79% from the line in 33 minutes. Trey Young, 15.5 points, 3 rebounds, 7.5 assists, which is good. 37.8% from the field, 24.8% from three, and 81.6% from the line. At least he's hitting his free throws. But other than that, that 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 boy had a bad. Sh- I mean, you, you score fifteen points shooting thirty seven percent. Yikes! Yeah, not great, not great. I saw some people <laughs> calling it a travesty that he was named this award. Uh, there was a. What's the other options? There's a hot. I guess Colin Sexton. <laughs> it's kind of your only option out there, or to just Brit- give it to another West player. Well, Bridges never gets love on Charlotte. Yeah. He just doesn't have the numbers for to you know for an award like this. But. Just give it to Shamit. <laughs> Shamit, give it to him. <laughs> um, in in the previous Dallas Mavericks history, there have only been five other players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That have won a Rookie of the Month award. And one of them is Yogi Ferrell. <laughs> Yogi Ferrell. Uh, there's only been one other Maverick to win it three times. Three times in his rookie season, Jason which. Kidd. Uh, we'll assume that Luca will win this at least three times. <laughs> he, I mean, he's got some competition. Aiton's going to get numbers. Jaron Jackson's yeah. going to get numbers. Bagley will have a month where he goes off. Um, is Jason Kidd the other one that's won three? No, it is not. Devin Harris uh, won it one time in 2004. Jason Kidd won it one time oh. in March of 95. Um, Mark Aguirre won it one time in November of 81. Jay Vincent won it three times. In December, wow. February, and March in 1981 wow. season. Wow. Am I, Jason Kidd was the rookie of the year, though. Wasn't he and Grant Hill were the rookies of the year? No, that's going too far back for me right now to dig into my 1995 history. Yeah, they were co-rookies of the year that year. And he won the <laughs> rookie of the rookie month, of the month one time. All right, well, one the time. award doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> It's like it's kind of like the MVP not being on all NBA first team. So yeah, or uh, all defense not being on all the first team all defense. 
Oh, that's true. Yes. So what we're getting, what we're talking about today is we're going to go one question for each Western Conference team, and we'll try to gear it towards the Mavs, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do pods on off days that don't have anything to do with the Mavericks. This one will have some to do with the Mavericks. Um, we'll talk about them just because that's what, who we follow the most and we've watched the most and who we've watched some of these teams play against the most, <laughs> especially Utah. <laughs> yes. And so we will talk about uh, – we'll answer – we'll ask a question for each of these teams. But before we do that, Isaac Harris, this episode of Locked On Mavericks is sponsored by Action Heat. Action Heat makes the world's best battery-heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. Control your environment with Action Heat. Now, n- neither you or I have any use for any of this. However, there are so many listeners right now that are are in other countries, are in other states, are in all other places of the world, or have relatives that live there. I know that my parents, who live in Ohio, could would love some of these Action Heat AA battery heated socks. You go on the website, and you can buy them for your family, and they are going to love them. They're, they're heated. I know my, my dad hunts, and I know that he would love to go out into the into the wilderness and uh if he needs to bring some technology to uh, help him stay warm he would love that and so he just get these heated socks they're uh the action heat clothing is engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to a heated car seat they can reach temperature temperatures of up to 135 degrees and will last about 12 hours on each charge action heat batteries also can be used to recharge your phone or any other gadget <laughs> while you're wearing them Isaac, you can be walking around wearing some of these. Uh, there's an Action Heat base layer shirt. There's a soft shell vest. There's a heated jacket. So you can be wearing your jacket, charging your phone in your pocket while you're walking around and keeping yourself warm. I'm so intrigued by this. Is it, It's One, very interesting. I, I find this fascinating. Just I'm go, taking, Even if you don't ha- think you have any use for it, just go to the website and look around. There's There's some cool stuff on here. I will say this. And how it does apply to people in Dallas. A lot of people in Dallas go on ski and snowboard trips to Colorado in the winter. And I know this because I'm actually going on one in January. I'm going to Colorado for a week. And I'm... I'm super intrigued of reading about this because I'm I'm trying to find like snowboarding pants and stuff right now and how to stay warm because I haven't seen snow in like three or four years. So <laughs> action heat, let's go. Action heat clothing provides tasty warm, toasty warm. Why did I say tasty? It's tasty. T- it's still it's it's so warm it's tasty and comfort for your whole body included heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, and even undergarments like heated Ooh. base layer shirts and long johns. There you go. That's what you should take on your ski trip. Get some long johns. Long get jobs. some uh get some boxers thin, get some get thin some uh heated briefs pants that you can get uh stay warm and cozy from head to toe with action sheet action heat we've got a special deal for our listeners save up to 20 percent off on your order go to actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything action heat has to offer that's actionheat.com slash locked on to use the coupon code locked on uh at checkout to save 20 percent 20 percent that's that's a that's a good deal let's go that's pretty good so uh, stay toasty and warm while you enjoy your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat. And we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Podcast Network and for Locked On Mavericks. All right, Isaac. Now that we are uh, we're done talking about Action Heat and our I'm all, I'm all heated up our right toasty now. our toasty warm clothes now. I'm actually very int- intrigued in those socks. I think I'm going to get them from my parents for Christmas. 
Oh, so you can wear them on the beach? Ooh. No, they can wear them. No, for yeah. my parents because they're going to go That's home true, to yes. the cold. And, you know, it, it stays colder longer after Christmas in other places. You know, you think about yeah. Christmas. You're like, oh, that should be the pinnacle. Like, No, there's still three more months of coldness. Oh. It's like January 20th in Dallas and, oh, cool, 88 tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was 85 today in Florida. Quit complaining. No, it, it's hot. <clears throat> so when I look at uh, the West standings over the past uh, couple of days and just seeing the um, really the jumble of every team of 1 through 14, I'm like, man, it's so crazy looking at all the teams and like their futures, where they're at now, how a bunch of these teams really could go up and down and decisions really they make uh, over the course of the next 24 to 48 months uh, could determine a lot of how the West and maybe even the league um, – shakes out for the next five to 10 years. So what made me think of it is, Hey, how could some of these teams and their decisions impact the Mavericks? So this is kind of where this is going today. Western conference teams only. Uh, we might do an Eastern conference of how, uh, what is the biggest que- uh, question surrounding that team that maybe that could apply to the Mavericks in some way. So I kind of want to just go down the line of the standings, if that's good with you. Sure. And we'll just start from the top and look at the Clippers, and this is the standings um, before or going into the games last night. Uh, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, so um, Clippers still sitting in that 15 and seven, uh, 15 and seven mark. My biggest question 16 for them, and seven now. sixteen and seven, is will they get their second star this year? Uh, this will year they, will slash they get their first. I mean, star? Their, their first star. Yeah, first star. First star. My bad. The second star was for this other question. Um, their first star is Chuck the Duck. Will they get their first like star, whether it's either a trade or in free agency this summer? And that applies to the Mavericks because that right now the Mavericks, you know, they obviously have Luca, and they're one of these rising teams. So we're kind of where we're looking at. We're looking for these teams to drop back or at least stay in the middle of the pack. We don't want some of these teams to form their own like squads to where they make them solidified in the playoffs. So therefore, if the Clippers don't get their second star, or I mean, second, why do I keep on saying second? Who am I considering their first freaking star, Gortat? Um, or the player <laughs> of the month, Tobias burn. Harris. Great self-burn there, I would. Player of the month, Tobias Harris. Let's just. He did win Player of the Month, didn't he? And he got blocked yes, he by six foot three Dennis Smith Jr. without a tooth. What a day to win Player of the Month after you. Uh, Maybe yeah, without the play. tooth, he 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 lost enough like weight off of him that he could jump as high to, to <laughs> he block could jump that high. Shot. His vertical went from forty eight inches. Removing to teeth could be the new thing, the new uh, muscle watch. <laughs> new muscle watch. So that's my biggest question: Will the Clippers get their star? that would keep them in the playoffs. Um, Cause I would feel like most people think right now that they will drop back at some point, but will they get that star to keep them as a uh, perennial playoff team? Man, that's it, tough. You, you'd have to think we were thinking about just this year. Right. And so trying to see who's going to even be available. The wizards guys were available. They're playing a little bit better. They're 10 and 14 right now. Um, they're five and five in their last 10. So they've, they've been playing a little better, obviously than they, (laughs) what was their two and 10 start. And so, um, those guys aren't really available. You start, start looking down the league and you're saying, man, all these West teams think that they're in, 
Um, New Orleans still thinks they're in. San Antonio, Houston, Utah all think. I, I had all most of those teams as playoff teams before the yeah. season. They're all the bottom of the West right now. Phoenix is the only one that's out. There's really nobody on Phoenix that's available that you know could go to. I mean, Devin Booker's not going to be available. Yeah. Um, man, uh, Portland is, you know, do, they've kind of taken a nosedive over the last 10 games. Maybe one of their guys will be available, but even if Damian Lillard's available, don't you think that, I mean, is, is the Clippers a Damian Lillard team with SGA there already? Yeah, I think the Clippers Probably route, should be. Would, the Clippers route would be a, uh, would be a free agent spot in the summer. Yeah. Just because their pieces, unless you, unless they went for like, if, like if the Wizards were like, "Hey, Bradley Bill, we want, uh, we want pieces back, but that can help us stay relative, like now." And so, like, therefore, you could put a package like Jerome Robinson, and like, you know, even if they put Tobias Harris, something like that, that they could keep winning, but still a young piece too, because they're not going to give up uh, SGA. So that that I don't think they can get like a mega star. They don't have the pieces for that. But could they go for something like that to keep them in that playoff hunt? I don't know. Are there I hope. Two, are there only two hopes, Kawhi and Durant? I don't see Durant going there at all. I know. Um, yeah, I think right now you're swinging for Demarcus, Kawhi. I mean, you're not getting super excited about Demarcus. I still think Clay doesn't go anywhere. No, I don't. I would like. I don't for, think, I would yeah. like for him to to come to Dallas. Imagine <laughs> yes. Clay and Luca together. Oh, come on. No, no, stop, stop, stop. We can't go down that route. Yeah, but it's so much fun. Yes, it would be so much fun. All right, give me your next team. I'm, I'm gonna, right. say, I'm gonna say no. They don't get one. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, it's just not. Tough. There's not any options. We start. Looking. I want to say no, but Jerry West just works magic, man. And Kawhi seems like to be so, their only hope. I feel like some way they can pull off something. Um, the second te- second team's Denver. Give me your question for Denver because you came up with one. Yeah, Isaac couldn't come up with one, so I came up with one for Denver. <laughs> um, how many teams in the West could they beat in a seven? a seven game playoff series. Let's we'll just talk about as of right now. So today the playoffs started today, uh, Tuesday, December 4th, which of these teams? So Denver plays the Clippers. Does Denver win a seven game series? I'll take Denver. The thunder. I'll take the thunder. The warriors. Stop warriors. The Lakers. Man, the Lakers are super hard. That's a tough one. Uh, give me Denver. Oh, come on. No, I'm just kidding. Give me uh, the Lakers That's just because of LeBron. What about Memphis? That's Ooh, a tough gosh. one, too, because yeah. I think Memphis just grinds them down. To... I would take Denver over Memphis. They have playoff proven. Like, Denver has not made the playoffs. Yeah, well, when Memphis rolls out Wayne Seldon, then that convinces <laughs> me. Jaron Jackson getting that playoff. Yeah, that playoff. Triple J. I'm taking Memphis in that. Oh no. Okay, Portland. Like um, Another one. A lot of playoff experience, but they got swept last year. I'll take Portland. Dallas. Of course, Dallas. Let's go. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowing you to take Dallas. Sacramento. <laughs> um, Denver. Minnesota. You skipped the Pelicans. Oh, I'm going in order of today. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Minnesota. Uh, oh gosh, man, that's tough. Come on, because Minnesota's rolling Denver. right now. Okay, Denver, sure. Minnesota, Minnesota's—they're seven and three in their last ten games. Yeah, that's good. Same as Dallas. Yeah, and Dallas is rolling. <laughs> We're both rolling. Yeah, but you wouldn't pick Den- the 
Mavericks over the Nuggets. Mm, don't tempt me. <laughs> Keep on okay, going. Pelicans. Um, uh, Denver. I think that Anthony Davis just destroys Jokic in that matchup. Yeah, but I like every, pretty much everybody else on Denver. Drew outside. Holiday and Gary Harris. Drew Drew, Drew's going to you know, beat that matchup. Jamal Murray versus the guy on the street. Tim Frazier. At point guard. <laughs> the guy on the street. The Spurs. Uh, Denver. Houston. Ooh. Houston. Ooh. And Utah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Give me Utah. So there, there's about half. It seems like about half of the teams in the Western Conference we feel like Denver could actually beat in a series, which is going to be interesting. Because, because and what's intriguing about that is because they're pretty limited on what they can do because their cap situation is so jacked yeah. up. Yeah, well, my question it, was going to be about their cap situation this summer, but they just they don't have any. They're already at ninety something million. If you're Dallas and you if we're if we have this uh, these this lens on of the next three years, we're looking at the next three to five years. Do we want Denver to stay put and not make any big trades? Because there's two sides of that. If you say, if some people say, yeah, I want them to stay put because I don't believe in Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, and those guys. Or you say, no, I want them to make a trade. I want them to shake that up because I think Jamal Murray and Gary Harris could be like a top backcourt in the league. I And personally, as a Mass fan, I want Denver to just stay as is. Like, don't try to, like, there'll be, I think they're a good regular season team, but I don't think as constructed, I don't think that they will be pushing for a Western Conference final. Yeah, there's just not a player on the roster that scares you in the playoffs, you know? Uh, Jokic I mean, doesn't Jokic. really scare me in the playoffs. Well, we just got to see it. He scares you in a regular season game. Sure. But we just, we just got to see him in the playoffs, though. Yeah. What he can do. Imagine Jokic and Doncic together. That would be incredible uh, on the defensive end. No, it <laughs> um, would not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next team, OKC. Is Steven Adams their long-term third piece? He kind of has to be. But does he? Because that's your that's their biggest trade chip. If let's say they get bounced in the first round this year. He, he's There's such not a cult much hero he, there, you know? Oh, I I get it. I I absolutely love him. He's the JJ Barea but what really really good and young. That's why I, I mean I would love him in Dallas so bad. I love Steven Adams. We've fake traded him in Dallas several times. Yes, we have tried so hard. But I think that's just what they have, because that's going to be their only trade piece to where they could get something really good back. If they get bounced in the first round this year, Paul George and Russ is connected for a while now. Could you get another wing something alongside of them? The thing is, Westbrook, an MVP... And Paul George, who was an awesome player on his own team in Indiana, who should be, you know, and he's kind of one of those players that's an overqualified second. You know, he's an overqualified like Scottie Pippen role. You know what I mean? The secondary yeah. star, but he's an underqualified, you know, primary star. He's just that kind of a guy. And then and add Stephen Adams to that. That should be a really really good team. And they've they've played pretty well this year. They're fifteen and seven right now. But uh, but it just doesn't seem like enough. It doesn't seem like they yeah. have the pieces together. It's wild. Because it, it's wild that we talk about them that way. Because that center spot's so weird. Because you see some teams that can just find these guys and make them happen, but then you see other, like you see some other big centers across the league. So like I think it would just have to like it, like if they had a Portland type of series against the Pelicans, you know, 
to where they just get like kind of embarrassed the first round. It's like well, they gotta change up something. Like, uh, how I, about when they lost to Utah last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, but then they brought Paul George back, and they had the whole like, oh, first season with Paul. Well, now it's two seasons yeah. in. If you get embarrassed again, you gotta. So, like a crazy uh, this this is not gonna happen, but like a crazy one that was brought up on a pod not too long ago. It's like, what if it was like Stephen Adams for Draymond, and that like that type of switch Holy up. Crap. Yeah, but like that type of that no. that type of switch up for them to where they're like, hey, let's swap out Adams for this like for the uh, guy like Draymond that switches kind of like our defensive identity, well, how we run our team, and like that type of like trade out. You see what I'm saying? Would Draymond and Russell Westbrook like rip each other's ears off? Oh, I don't know. It would probably be like WWE, but I'm just like. I'm using that as an example of a guy like e- kind of on the equal playing field that it would be kind of like a swap out reshuffling of the cards kind of. I don't think they're on equal playing field, by the way. Well, I think Draymond's better, but like just that type of Draymond's better, but it's not that big of a drop off. You're not trading atoms for like pieces, you know? Yeah. It'd be like one big piece. All right. Next one. It goes right along with what we're talking about. Golden State. What do they do with Draymond Green in the next year or two? And or should Dallas be interested? Man, and or. You know my answer to this. I think, they just, I think they just need to run it back as best they can. If if Durant leaves, then they have to, you know? Uh, yeah. But So Draymond is not a free agent this summer. He's a free agent next summer. Hmm. So, right? It's not after this season. It's after next. So they don't have to make this decision until then. Which is, and I don't but think they, have, they don't have to do anything with him. I, I don't think the Durant and, and Draymond thing is a big deal. I think they'll figure it out, and especially for this year. I don't think it'll be a big deal until like yeah, when playoffs come and Boogie and like all that. It stuff won't be a done. big deal until Durant leaves and everyone blames Draymond. But that's the thing is like they were great before before Kevin got there, and it's yep. like if he leaves, you just sign every, you just sign Clay and Dre, and like you just keep them together, like. That's your squad, and that's yeah. Well, pretty... well, Clay is this summer. They're really gonna re. They're definitely gonna re-sign him. It's Draymond oh, yeah. the summer after. Dallas, I don't know if Dallas should be interested. I mean, they should be interested right now, but looking at Draymond Green as a potential free agent signing, let's see. He will. He right now is twenty eight. Going to be twenty nine at the end of the season. Okay. So he'll be thirty by the end of. He'll be thirty when he's a free agent. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like how how do you think he's going to age, and that's where it gets uh, very I don't intriguing. Think, I don't think he's going to age that well. How he's going to age, and how he would be in a different type of like system and outside of Golden State. Now, the thought of him alongside Luca, I absolutely love that. I w- I would love him just that his, what he brings yeah. on defense alongside Luca. I, w- I I I love that. But the age thing and how much he would money he would get uh, would definitely scare me a little bit. Yeah. All if right. they entertain the trade route, that would be different though. Let's do uh, a couple more, and then we have to. Uh, we'll we'll extend this to maybe Friday. Oh my Friday's pod. Okay. Okay. Um, your beloved Lakers. Yes. Over the next two to three years, how good can LeBron's Lakers be? This summer is going to be massive for them because, and the rest of this season, they have a lot of one year deal guys. So this summer they're going to have space. So this summer they could potentially bring in a Kawhi, a clay, a, Dur- a Durant kind of guy. Um, 
the idea of a Jimmy Butler, the idea of a Kyrie Irving, but those guys are probably already spoken for. They also have all these random young pieces and chips and guys that can be packaged together into a trade. Um, we mentioned before the podcast, if New Orleans keeps dropping, does Anthony Davis to the Lakers start becoming more and more of a thing? Probably Stop. not Probably not to the Pelicans because they probably shouldn't do that. He's the third best player in the NBA. <laughs> but who knows? Does that become more of a, more of a possibility? Um, they're going to need something like that to happen, where a, a star gets disgruntled, a star decides that they want to go to LA. It hasn't happened though. We haven't seen any stars seem to be super excited about playing with LeBron. Is that concerning? Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's concerning for them for sure. Uh, but how good can they be if they don't make a move? They're on pace to win 50 games right now. So the Western conference finals. No, not, okay. not this year. I don't. Well, let, this year it is pretty wide open. Let me pose you this question. If you're Dallas, and you look at you look at your roster and you say we have Luca. We want to try to like go for the best wins possible. Let's say um, let's say they make a trade and get a second like a big second or I don't even know what, okay. Let's just say they get another guy in there that propels that it propels Dallas into that like top six of the West, top five of the West. Yeah. If you're Dallas and you're looking at the next. Three to five years, and I know this is super hard because you can't predict trades and all that stuff, and the NBA changes every year. Which team are you the most worried about besides the Warriors? Yeah, I, I, my first thought was Warriors number one. Um, I'm worried about because this is where it gets super intriguing. Man, it's so hard. It, Utah would have yeah. been probably my second answer, but they're not doing so well right now. They could still like, be up there. Like what team? Like right? Like the right Thunder now? You're or, still worried about because I still think those two guys are are really good. Yeah. So it, okay, let's just say this: the the teams in the West stay exactly the same, except Durant goes to New York and Curry breaks his ankle. Who who comes out of the West this year? Yeah. Like if the teams are exactly how they are right now, and Curry's like is a big injury, and Durant's in the East. What like who wins the West? Man, I'll take my chances with the Lakers. <laughs> I should have never never guessed that. <laughs> no way. I I was gonna say the Thunder, but I, I don't know. If, if you almost made me lose be, my voice on that one. <laughs> Westbrook could be your guy. I mean, who else? Denver, the Clippers. I know that's the Grizzlies, where it gets the the Blazers and Dallas. Those are your other teams in the in the playoffs right now. Other than that, right under them is Sacramento at nine. Minnesota, I'm not scared of them. The Pelicans, not scared of them. The Spurs and the the, the three teams I would actually be scared of if they were in the playoffs are the Spurs, the Rockets, and the Jazz. And right now they are at the the uh, second, that, third, and fourth worst teams in the West, which is that's weird. where it gets like super crazy. And it does because you because right now you have these three teams, and I put Minnesota in this. Minnesota, Dallas, and Sacramento. And I'm putting Sacramento in there because I'm a huge believer in De'Aaron Fox. Where you have these three teams that say, we have these franchise cornerstone pieces, and they're going to be wanting to find their Robin yeah. uh, for you know the immediate future. And their mindset, those three teams, their mindset of could be looking at and saying, man, if this is how it's going to shape out, if Houston and San Antonio are on the down, 
And like now this reshuffling, like what's going to happen with Anthony Davis and like all this stuff, like what, what's happening, like what's going on? This could be our chance. Like we could see some crazy trades happen because the West is so wide open. Everyone outside the Warriors might think, well, this is our shot. We have a chance. <laughs> like yeah. let's just go make this the, move. At least make the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. All right. Let me do my last one. Okay. One I more. Guess. One more, and then we got to go. If with the Memphis Grizzlies, and let's say they start to slide a little bit, should Dallas make a call for Conley or Gasol? No. To go all in on like winning right now. No. I'm not in on that. Okay. I really like Conley. Obviously, you, do I really, you think I really some like people Gasol. would be? Some Mavs fans. Yeah. I think you could find some Mavs fans that can agree with every single point that we could ever suggest. <laughs> you know, if we suggested they should go for the playoffs and make huge trades, they, there would be a section of fans that would say yes. If you, there, I'm sure there are still a section of fans that think that the Mavs should tank for Zion. Oh, get out of here. Stop. There are. I, I bet they're out there. Should the Jazz yeah, be tanking for Zion right now? Facebook page. Should the Jazz be tanking for Zion right now to pair of Mitchell? I'm sure there are a section of jazz fans. Jazz fans are nuts. I'm sure there's a section of them that thinks that they should do that. Why aren't people leading that charge? Okay. Um, so not, real quick, they're not that bad, and they already have 11 wins. So you're already out of it. You're already out of it with 11 wins. <laughs> you already. All right. So but real quick, Phoenix has these... four wins. Atlanta has five. Chicago has five. Cleveland has five. That's your that's your tank race right there. No nobody else breaking into that. Please, just for the love of God, please can we not get Zion in Cleveland? Just anywhere else. Please don't let him go to Cleveland. And just be in that shadow. Be with freaking Dan Gilbert. Just Cleveland's won that freaking lottery a thousand times. Like, please. He won it four times in the last, what, 12 years? So stupid. All right, real quick. The Conley. last one. No, no, no. I'm saying the, the Conley contract. He makes $30 million this year. That's not bad. Then he makes 32 next year, and then the year after that, he makes 34. Yeah. So here's the intriguing one. Marcus Gasol makes $24 million this year, and he has a That's player good. option next year for 25. So if Memphis went down the drain, let's say Conley gets hurt, which is something that happens every year, it feels like. Let's say Conley gets hurt, Marcus Gasol super healthy, it comes the trade deadline. What would you give Memphis to swap DeAndre and Mark Gasol? And would Dallas even do it? Oh, man. Um, I don't think Dallas would do it. Because that would completely change up your whole style because Mark Gasol is obviously not a rim-rolling center. <laughs> um, That's true. It would change the whole system. Yes. But, but for the way for the better. Way for the better. <laughs> And then, you know, obviously you have that player option of – because he's, what, 33, I think, right now. And you have the player option. He obviously could pick it up uh, this summer, and he'll be on the books next season. 35 next year. Oh, 35. Dang. So he could pick that option up next year for $25 million. And so what would – how much more – how more, like, scary would a Mavs team be with Mark Gasol in there? Would you – if the, if you think the, the Mavericks are fighting for the AC now, would you make them an automatic playoff team if they had Gasol? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. And I don't think you're getting Marcus off from Memphis. 
Yeah, I don't think you do. I'm just saying, like, if, you, the, if they weren't going to do the trade players last year with the, all the Fizdale stuff and <laughs> and everything, then I, they're not moving on from them now. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. I, yeah, I agree with you. I'm just saying. I was just thinking of stuff like that because I remember last offseason, people were like, "Who would take the Marcus Hall contract?" I mean, who would take that right now? I'm like, and now he's like balling out. I, I think plenty of teams would take that that contract. Doesn't he feel like he's that different than last year? I don't know. He's he's playing pretty well. You know what's really funny to me? Do you remember around draft time when people honestly thought that they was going to give up Jaron Jackson Jr. just to get off Chandler Parsons' contract? That's funny. Oh, yeah, I remember that. People are all about to, we'll take Parsons for the fourth pick. Of course you would. <laughs> Look at Memphis now. <laughs> they were gladly paying Chandler Parsons $24 million. Imagine Dennis Luka and Jaron Jackson Jr. That'd be dumb. <laughs> you think they still would have picked Wendell? If they... <laughs> no, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, there you go. That's six questions about the Western Conference teams. We'll do some more uh, later this week. We have the uh, the Blazers game tonight on Tuesday night, the Pelicans game on Wednesday, and then um, Thursday and Friday there are no games. So we'll uh, we'll maybe do some different things. Houston over the weekend. So that, that that's a Saturday night game. So there's potential for us to do a podcast there if it's another exciting game like that. And then, yeah, they've been balling out on Saturday nights, by the way. And then the week after is an interesting week. Orlando, Atlanta, Phoenix. Hmm. That should be a couple wins there. So. Yeah, but that's the weird thing now. I just feel like you can't look at the schedule and be like, that's a win, that's a loss. I feel like everybody's so jumbled right now that I'm Atlanta, pretty sure the Phoenix Hawks. should be wins. They should be, but. Mm. Come on. Is DeAndre Aiden the seven foot Devin Booker? Anyway, <laughs> are they the same <laughs> like kind of empty stats oh, but man. don't right, play defense we need to go we i've been saying we need to go for <laughs> okay. a long time okay let's go let's go we're sorry david luck i'm not sorry but guys thanks so much for listening to locked on maps peace out